Hello, Marketing Blab's listeners, and welcome to a special edition of our podcast, Team Blab. In these bonus episodes, we'll chat with the incredible team at Marketing Labs, the masters behind the scenes who work tirelessly to bring you the best digital marketing performance, strategies, and insights for your business. We'll dig into their unique stories, discover what drives their passion for marketing, and of course, uncover some interesting facts and surprises along the way. So sit back, relax, and join us as we take you on a journey through the world of digital marketing from the inside out, one extraordinary team member at a time. today's team blab i've got angela janaway with us Ange is our business support manager here at marketing labs how are you doing today Ange? you're all right? i'm good thank you yeah good you? nice spring day you had a good east weekend uh not bad at all thank you nice and quiet but not yes. too busy <laughs> no <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself then how long have you worked for marketing labs about four years now four years yeah yeah what would you say your day-to-day role is Okay. Uh, Well, probably half of it is just checking like the financial side, uh, making sure the bills are paid, uh, reconciling things onto zero, investigating any issues that we've found, you know, maybe somebody's paid too much or not paid enough or whatever, and just following that through. And then I also run a little e-commerce site that we've got set up called the Clock Store. Oh, okay. Obviously, that's just like sending orders out, updating pricing, uh, putting new lines on that sort of thing. Um, And then apart from that, just anything that needs doing. So (laughs) finding a a new electric supplier or, I don't know, seeing where we can buy X, Y and Z from or whatever. So it's quite varied, really. Making sure the office just continues to run. Ordering the loo roll and the soap and all that (laughs) sort of stuff. We need plenty of loo roll (laughs) the way we go through it. Is it is it different to anything that you've done before or what, what what have you always done or well originally when I first left school I worked for a company called Fine Fair which uh, was a big grocery store well stores at yeah. the time so like some small supermarkets and things okay and I was taken on as a computer operator <laughs> right. stroke management trainee okay so part of the time I was I was learning how to manage the computer as you can imagine they were very different then to how they were now Mm, (laughs) massive great big things and it and you had had to type in every command to it and all that sort of thing yeah big block they were enormous yeah Yeah, like two or three fridge freezer size things yeah really big and we had to change the 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 discs were like as big as three or four dinner plates stacked up yeah and we had to change those to do like uh, backups and things you know okay yeah so it was quite it was quite obviously it was the early days of computing it was Mm. in the um late 70s early 80s so you know was that like general management for those guys as well or was it just updating software or um it was just operating the software really so bringing they just started using um computers to create orders on a lot of it was using cards Mm -hmm. so you'd if you wanted three cases of baked beans for example you'd pick three baked bean cards out and run them through a card reader right okay and that would then feed into an order and then my job was then to process the orders print them off and pass them on to 
the order processing, oh, right. nice. you know, the dispatch department and that sort of thing. So nice. It was it was quite good. It was quite a, an eye opener because obviously computers were quite new at the time. Yeah, yeah. So and I, I really enjoyed it there. Uh, but part of the time, I also spent learning different roles within the company. Okay. So I'd, I spent a little bit of time in the warehouse department, a little bit of time in finance, a bit of time in dispatch, a bit of time in HR. Mm. So I guess over time you developed a, a bit of an insight into how businesses run. Absolutely, like, yeah. yeah. It was it was a really interesting role, actually. It was a really nice opportunity to, to be able to do at the time. Were they quite a big company? or? Uh, yeah, they were a big company. They had stores all over the UK. Mm. So I'm, I'm not sure of the, like, these days, you probably it's probably sort of maybe like Lidl or that sort of store, okay. Aldi, yeah. something like that. Mm. Not not as big as Tesco, but you know, yeah. quite a decent size. And the store sizes were probably similar to sort of Aldi type stores as oh, well. Yeah. So quite interesting. Then. Yeah, they didn't have massive superstores in those days, so it was more supermarkets. Smaller stores. You know, not, yeah. Was it all yeah. in the UK? Yes. Yeah, yeah all in the UK. Mm, interesting. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a nice nice first job. <laughs> so that was when you left school. Yes. You went straight well, when I, le- I left college, okay. um, I left college and got that job, and then I when I had my first son, Nick, mm. I then stopped work for a few years to bring the family up. Yeah. And then eventually, when the boys were sort of a little bit older, I started working at Centre Parks. Yeah. And at Centre Parks, my first job was processing, uh, again, it was processing deliveries coming into the store and that sort of thing. Oh, right, okay. So it was a, a similar sort of role in a way, but yeah. not, obviously things have moved on quite a lot in that sh- space of time, 10 yeah. years or so. And it was it was in retail. It was sort of in the back office, so just doing general back office duties. Yep. And then when my supervisor left, I moved into her role, so I took the supervisor's role on. And then I was made sort of systems and finance manager. So I looked after the till systems as well as the back office, produced all the financial reporting for retail and that sort of thing. So, you know, it sort of, my role progressed. Yeah, gave you um, insights into how to manage everything within the business, I guess. And And I got involved in other, like, duty manager shifts. So I was, you know, like, looking after the shop while... You know, mm. I was the only manager there, sort yeah. of thing. So I was doing that sort of thing. I got involved in recruitment and things like that, training, and mm. it was quite a varied role again. So it was it was really enjoyable. Mm. I um, that's quite. Yeah, it was. Uh, how it was would good. you say that's got you where you are now? Really, do you I think, think I think you just experience? pick little little threads that f- feed on through all the different roles I've done that en- yeah. end up. You, you use them, you know, in what I'm doing now. Yeah. So, yeah. And obviously, marketing labs were were a small, I'd say, family family business. Yes, yeah. What would you say it's like seeing both your sons working in the same company, in, in the same industry as well? Yeah, um, I'm really proud of them both. They've both done really well. Yeah. It's really nice being able to work with them as well and seeing a different side to them. Because yeah. obviously, at work, they're very different to what you see at mm. home and what have you. So, yeah, yeah. it's lovely. Not really quite nice. the same sort of scrapping as what you do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, th- I, I guess it's quite interesting to see them both working together in, yes. in the same industry. It's not normally the case where, I guess, siblings would go into the same no, industry. No, that's so. right. Yeah, yeah. So what would you say is the most difficult part about being a, a business support manager or 
in the role, would you say it's fairly... I don't think any of it's difficult, to be no. honest. It's all quite manageable and mm. uh, there's nothing yet that's sort of phased me. No. I like learning new things, so if something new comes along, you know, occasionally I've helped out with other aspects of the business. Yep. And I enjoy learning them and, you know, progressing from there, really. So I guess I guess the general role is business support, finance, zero, making sure that side of things tick away. But have you got involved with anything on the digital marketing side, like yeah, SEO or any yeah. smaller I've, tasks? I've, I've done a few product descriptions. I've done some optimization and that sort of thing. Yeah. A bit of research on, you know, different applications and what have you. So, yeah, yeah I, I do a little bit. It's it's a bit more sporadic, so mm. it's not something I do sort of every week, mm. but I, I normally do it to help out. Every what now have and again, you. just yeah. step in to help. Yeah. How do you find that side of things, the digital Really marketing? interesting. Really yeah. enjoy it, yeah. It's, it's a bit black magic, isn't it? Yeah, it is, it is, yeah. <laughs> Understanding what keywords to get in absolutely there but it's nice seeing you know you can look back and think oh that i changed made that change there and look what's happened yeah, since how it's, you know? how it's yeah how it's developed and yeah. helped with performance yeah it's really good yeah i guess that's quite rewarding absolutely it is yeah did you always want to to be in the, the line of work that you are or is it just sort of natural flow it's just a natural events? progression really yeah. um when i left school well i went to college first of all but wasn't really sure where I wanted to be. Yeah. I was studying at the time, uh, which was something typical of the time, I suppose. We'd just recently gone into the common market, obviously EU now. Um, so there was a big buzz about things to do with Europe. So I, I did a course at Modern European Studies. All right, okay. I initially wanted to study French, didn't get the grades I needed to study French. Mm but managed to get on the Modern European Studies course, a part of which was French and German, which was great. But the other aspects I didn't really enjoy. There was a lot of economics in it and politics and stuff, which wasn't really what, what I wanted to do, you yeah. know. I was more interested in the actual, you know, the speech and language and... You Can know, you speak the, French now? I can speak French now, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to ask I'm you to speak rusty. French. I'm very rusty. <laughs> it's all right. I'm I not going to put you on the spot and yeah. ask you to speak some French. Do you know any other languages other um, than French? I, I did A-level German, but I've, I'm quite rusty on my German. The mm. French has stuck with me much better than the German has. Yeah. And I also did Latin at school. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I got a GCS, well, O-level as it was, yeah. in Latin as well. I, I can't imagine what that is to remember all those It's interesting. It's interesting <laughs> because it gives you a foundation in language so yeah, you can yeah, yeah. see how language borrows from different languages yeah. and you can you know you can see how latin's influenced some of the you know the vocabulary we use today really i find it interesting with languages because when you go abroad like most brits can't speak yeah can't speak the the native language where they're visiting but opposite way around most French can speak, can speak English. English. Absolutely, yeah. It's, um, it's much more of a thing, I think, in other countries mm, than it is here. Mm, yeah. Is there, I guess it's a it's a different question because you're not specifically in digital marketing, but is there anyone in particular that maybe inspired you to get into doing what you're doing or perhaps someone that just gave you push that you needed at the time or, or was it just a... I think Matt, Matt's quite, obviously Matt gave me the opportunity, but Matt's quite inspirational in what he does mm, and mm. his knowledge is just is amazing yeah, really. Crazy, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, his brain must be like a massive filing cabinet <laughs> that just pulls things out pulls of at random. Of information yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think he's probably inspired me more than anything. Yeah, anything. that's really um, interesting. Yeah. 
it's interesting to ask this because obviously you've worked here longer than than I have. But what what do you think good company culture looks like? And obviously, Marketing Labs is a smaller business. You've worked in maybe bigger businesses. Mm-hmm. But how how do you think? What do you think a good company culture works like, and how that sets the tone in terms of how we work? I think for me, a uh, good company culture is obviously teamwork. Mm integrity and honesty I think it's really important both in the team and also with your clients be upfront and honest about things and just deliver the best you can you know 100% if not more sort of thing you know yeah definitely you know you you, at the end of the day your customers paying you your bills or whatever you know for Mm -hmm. your staff and everything else so you need to give them what they need you know and 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 you know give them more than than they need really you know so no I think that's a good point to be fair I think it's like you say, it's good to be honest and upfront, and mm-hmm. you see a lot of lot of businesses out there that don't don't quite do that. So Absolutely, it's, it's always nice to be honest. What do you enjoy the most about working at Marketing Labs? Probably, I enjoy the variety of the work, and mm. you know the scope of work. It's it's interesting, and even though I'm doing similar tasks, it's never the same every every day, sort of thing. Yeah, but I also obviously because I'm. I work part time. It gives me a bit more flexibility, flexibility, so I quite enjoy that as well. Yeah. What do you, What do you do? Do you do anything else other than the part time work that you do with us? Or I don't at the moment. No, I, I did do some work for an old colleague of mine through his business. Now I was working for him for quite a long time, but at the moment there's no work. Yeah. I've got the experience to do sort of things. So, but I was I was doing um, a lot of work on allergens. All right for a few clients that he he had yeah. that, that sort of dried up yeah. you know fairly well a couple of years ago and yeah so at the moment I'm just working for Matt yeah but, uh, I guess from experience every every business small needs an ange really <laughs> to help with those tasks that yeah just picking up not... picking up anything really exactly, and yeah. I, I quite enjoy doing that because it yeah. gives you you know you know it's not mundane you're not doing the same thing day in day out you've yeah. got you know, you've got lots of opportunities to, to learn different things and to excel in different areas, really. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, um, it's good to have someone like you in the business. Huh? And we've asked, I've asked quite a few, like, work, worky-based questions, but I'm interested to learn more about Ange on a, on a personal level. Do you have any nicknames? Or did you have a nickname? I nicknames? used to have a nickname at school. They used to call me Rusty. Rusty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want to elaborate on that? <laughs> From my hair. Oh, you right, know, okay. my, my hair colour. Yeah. I used to get caught. I don't know how it started, but um, <laughs> yeah. If Occasionally, if I hear from old school friends, they yeah. still refer to me as Rusty. Rusty. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's interesting. I always love to hear, like, like school nicknames are the best, aren't they? they? Are, sometimes yeah. they stick, sometimes they don't. Yeah. But it's always interesting to learn what other people's nicknames were. Yeah. If you could turn back time and tell your 18-year-old self one thing, mm-hmm. what would that be? Um, to put you on the spot. To believe in myself. Yeah. And I think I was quite I was quite influenced at that age by what I should do as opposed to what I wanted to do. Mm. So I really wanted to study languages and I did, obviously didn't get the grades at the time, but I would have told myself now stick with it and, and do them again or yeah. you know resits or whatever mm. and then go on to do what you want really wanted to do yeah as opposed to thinking well I've got to go to uni so I, yeah. I'll take that course because it means I'm going to uni following the crowd yeah and that's right this, rather, set, rather set than actually up. you know doing what mm. my, where, where you know I really wanted to, to you know to do just the languages so yeah that's really interesting yeah I think that's a good point to be fair a lot of people do do just follow the 
the crowd and, yes, and do absolutely. what people tell them to do. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, just do what you enjoy yeah, doing. And if absolutely, that's the main yeah, it's really important. Mm. Yeah. So tell me about what you do outside of work. Have you got any hobbies? What do you like to do when you're not working? Okay, I love spending time with my grandchildren. Yeah. I go to Aquafit twice a week. Yeah. Uh, trying to build my fitness up. Uh, I enjoy walking. Yeah. I'm sort of just getting into photography a little bit with a bit of bit of pushing from Matt is yeah. guiding Matt, me. Matt's, Matt's the person to talk to. Every <laughs> yeah. time you speak to him, it's just look at this boker. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. he told you about boker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, what's that? Oh yeah, I get you there. <laughs> We've got um, I, I know I, I can't make it, but haven't we got a, a team? Photo yeah, walk, walk in a couple but... of weeks. Yeah, I'm going on that. Where's yeah, that? Look, it's somewhere in Derbyshire. I can't remember exactly where they yeah. said they were going, but I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, really that good. should be good. Yeah, practice a little bit. Absolutely, it's, Everyone... it's practice I need because it's it's getting used to all the different settings for different mm. things and which lens I need for this and which lens I need for that. So, it's crazy when you think yeah. about photography, the specialty to it. Absolutely, it's, yeah, um, it is. I just shoot in auto mode. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, Matt's told me I'm not allowed to use auto <laughs> oh, mode. <laughs> yeah, well. Maybe Maybe just follow Matt around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, I do. I like doing jigsaws and I enjoy I enjoy music. I sing with rock choir. Oh, nice. Where, um, where's that at? Well, we meet in Mansfield okay. and we do little concerts and things, you know, events sort of all over Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire. So, Is it original music or is it mainly covers? No, it's mainly covers. Well, it's all covers. Yeah. Rock choir always have their own versions, so they're, they're always sort of slightly different yeah but the same sort of thing you know yeah. but really enjoy that as well some lovely people there it's really nice atmosphere yeah and it's just a nice opportunity to enjoy music together yeah yeah definitely yeah. i know everyone in the office is is keen on music josie was talking about how many gigs she had booked in yeah. so there's lots of people <laughs> who love the music yeah what would you say if you could give me one one strength and one weakness what, what would you say your strengths and weaknesses are my strength is oh crikey in, in a work situation, I'd say. It, it, could, it could be anything, really. Yeah. I've not really been specific. I'll have a go at anything, yeah. I suppose. I think that's, that's well, most things I say these days. But yeah. Yeah. In a work situation, I'll always give things my best, you know, yeah. and um, have a go at things. Yeah. Um, my worst... You're not too worried about failing, really. It's more about just you crack on and... and yeah, go. well, there probably is a worry about failing, yeah. but I always make sure I don't. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> make sure that you've planned yeah, it before. And, yeah. yeah. The worst, my worst thing, hmm, that's a difficult one. I'm trying to think now. I can't think of one. No, okay. <laughs> no. I've no, obviously, there are probably loads, but I just can't think. No, don't worry about it. It's fine. What, what, what I would say there. <laughs> what does your morning routine look like? Do you have a, a set way of doing everything or do you just get up? I've got my set routine. Yeah. So I always have breakfast first with a cup of tea. Catch up on my social media while I'm just chilling over breakfast. Yeah. Then I go and get a shower and come into work. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm not at work, it depends, it depends really what I'm doing on that day. So if mm. I'm not at work, I um, I have the same morning routine, but obviously I get jobs done around the house yeah. and that sort of thing as well. I guess it's it's a bit different to all of us working full time. I don't I a, don't do a nine till five every yeah, day anymore. Yeah, so it's quite yeah, flexible. It's it's very flexible. Well, I yeah. Can imagine so that's quite nice I get a little fair. bit more time to chill out in the mornings and what have you and uh I don't it's very rare I have to rush anywhere. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah. What gets you motivated? Like what what's your passion? Is there anything in particular? I know you said you really do lots of things, photography, walking, music. Is there anything that, that really sort of 
you, you, you've always loved or? I think music more than anything. Mm. Um, my passion really regards the music. I love classical music. Yeah. I, I enjoy all sorts of music, but classical, I think, is a little bit more special. It's mm. more emotive. Mm. Um, and it's, there's a lot more variety there, things to listen to and what have you as well. So it's not, a lot of modern music's very samey, whereas yeah. you can pick a classical piece and it can be so much different to the next one, you yeah. know. So. Can you play any instruments? I can play the violin, or I say I should, I used to play the violin. Yeah. <laughs> Piano, that's probably it really. I could probably play a record if I really tried hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, mostly violin. And I, um, I used to study violin and piano when I was a teenager. So. Recorders are one of, one of those <laughs> instruments that I can just remember having a recorder and just doing my mum and dad's. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. you don't know how to play it, you're yeah, just blowing yeah. it in the background. And yet when they play properly, they sound lovely. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of, and the same yeah. with the violin, actually. You can scrape away at a violin and it sounds dreadful, but once you got it, you know, and yeah, you, I guess it's, you, can, you can say that for most instruments, Absolutely. to be fair. Yeah, yeah. If someone picked my guitar up and they didn't know what they were doing, it's like, yeah. mm, maybe just learn a bit, but yeah. it's not for everyone, is it? No, not at all. <laughs> Here's an interesting question. Would you rather have more time or, or more money? More time. Yeah. Yeah, every time, yeah. I think most people in this yeah. office would probably say that, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Any favourite films off the top of your head? I don't Probably really not watch. F- not really. I'm a bit impatient, I suppose. That mm. might be my, my one of my worst. <laughs> when you were saying asking weaknesses. me about my worst, yeah. we- my weaknesses. Yeah, I'm a little bit impatient. So when, if I'm watching a film, unless I'm at the cinema, but if I'm at home watching a film, mm. I tend to be reading a magazine or doing some crochet or yeah. doing a bit of a jigsaw while I'm watching it or whatever. Yeah, and then I lose the threads of the film, and yeah. then. I'm not quite sure. Not quite with it, and then just lost it. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't actually watch loads and loads of films Mm. from beginning to end. I might just just sort of have them on in the background, yeah, just mooching along. Yeah. I'm trying to think of. I can't even tell you a film I've watched recently, to be honest. What about what about music? I know you said classical, but are there any particular artists or musicians that you really like? I think with classical, it's more about the composer as opposed to. I mean, obviously, the performers are very important as well, but it's more the mm. style of the composer. I like Baroque music quite a lot, which is sort of Bach, mm-hmm. that Bach's era. So, yeah. you know, late 1600s, that sort of thing. Yeah, I find that really interesting. And I also really like Beethoven and the Romantics, really. So, yeah. Yeah. Both of those. I saw an interesting thing on social media just on my TikTok the other day when I was mm-hmm. scrolling. Because I do get quite a lot of music ones myself. And the composer was illustrating the crowd. So yes. obviously he'd get one half deeper and then the yeah. half higher and then in the middle. And it looked really good. Yeah. I, oh, that sounds interesting. I don't know whether it was planned. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was quite interesting. It was like pointing upwards, pointing yeah. downwards. Everyone would try and follow. They weren't obviously trained singers. Yeah, but yeah. It was it was quite good. There's a film that I've watched about a, a drummer and he does jazz music and there's a, an actor in it who, at Whiplash, that's right, the one. Right, okay. Um, yeah. So there's a, it's about a drummer who's learning jazz music and the composer and that is really hard on him. Mm-hmm. I think you'd like that film, yeah, although you don't I'd like films. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, it's nice to, to learn what everyone in the office likes, like Yeah, music. absolutely, um, yeah. 
because like, yeah. I, I guess your music taste is completely opposite end of the spectrum I to Josh. It, I, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, yeah, or Josie, yeah. for example. Yeah, that's right. Um, I do like film music as well, though. Yeah. You know, I mean. I mean, last week Matt put the Game of Thrones, some Game of Thrones music on. I love, mm. I love that. You know, yeah. it's really. really I actually really nice. get get into the zone listening to that yes. kind of music, yeah. like Lord of the Rings stuff yeah. uh, or Star Wars. Some of the music from it's them amazing, is isn't Hans it? Hans Zimmer, yeah. I think. He's yeah, a, that's he's right. A good composer yes. that does yeah. a lot of the movie music. Yeah. So some off the wall questions now. Some different ones. Okay. <laughs> if you could live anywhere in the world, where where would it be? Probably Australia. Nice. Yeah, I think that's probably my favourite. Have you been before? Been six times. Wow. Yeah. How did you cope with the flight? Would you believe I'm absolutely terrified of flying? Oh, really? <laughs> oh terrified of flying? I've gone a 24-hour one. Yeah. It's flying to Australia has actually got me used to flying. Yeah. Can so I, I had to, I really wanted to go the first time I went. I really wanted to go, and mm-hmm. I had to really push myself to go. Yeah. But once I'd done it, it was like, well, I can do this. I can do it. I can do it again. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, so every time's got a li- I'm not as terrified as I used no, to be. Yeah, but yeah, I can imagine. Um, I do get anxious when I'm flying, but yeah. Have you ever considered moving or living there? Or We did actually consider moving there, oh, when would it be? In the 19, early 1990s. Mm. Stephen got offered a job. Right. And then we looked at... We looked at schools and we looked at where we were going to live and all things. We didn't actually fly out to look. We, we looked, we got information from the company that was employing Stephen. Yeah. And then it, it, it all fell through for some reason. Oh, really? Um, was it like a re- full relocation? Yeah, absolutely. Type thing? Yeah, absolutely. Full, full, the really? full thing. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose we probably wouldn't have been here if, if that absolute, had happened. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I always regret not going. Yeah. Um, and then obviously things move on and I don't think... Late after that, the bo- at the time Nick was sixteen, and the other two were mm. obviously teenagers, younger teenagers, and then once they'd settled into their like working lives, if you like, and then got families and got married and everything else, it wouldn't then be right to go. No. So it's too, obviously it would have been too late then. But at the time, it would have been a perfect time to to do it. I suppose you can still visit. <laughs> yeah, we can visit. Yeah, and we do, and, and we, you know, we re- both of us really love it, and you know, we've we, we try and go to different areas every time we go. And Where have you been in Australia then? Well, we've been. Wise. If we start at Daintree, we've been pretty much all the way down that coast to Sydney yeah. on different holidays, not all on the same holiday. Uh, we've been to Brisbane, so we, we took the train from Sydney down to Brisbane, and then drove back and went to a wedding on the way back of one of Stephen's friends, and we've also visited the Perth. Visited Perth and then drove up to Exmouth. Mm. And we saw Within quite quite some distance. In yeah, we just then. haven't done the top bit over yeah, the yeah, top, yeah. which we would, we, you know, we, we would love to do if potentially one day we will. Mm. Yeah, um, we had there. a holiday planned. We were going to drive from Brisbane across to Perth, across the, the desert at the bottom and yeah. what have you, just before COVID. Well, uh-huh. as COVID, we'd got it planned and then COVID came COVID in, we came. couldn't go. So That's a shame. Yeah. I think Australia would probably be up there for me, to be fair. Yeah, it's I'd beautiful country. I'd love to country. go over and watch a, a Boxing Day cricket test. Yeah. They're massive yeah. on the cricket over there, aren't they? Yeah, so it would be yeah. good to do that. Yeah. No, it's a lovely place. Really enjoy it. If you could have a coffee with anyone in the world, it could be dead or alive, who who would it be? Maybe Ooh, and why? Oh, crikey. I think we'd probably think about potentially a musician, a composer in yeah. that case, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, probably somebody like Beethoven. Yeah. I, I've visited his 
well, his apartment in Vienna and also his house just outside yeah. Vienna. Oh, really? And I found it absolutely fascinating. And to think you could actually have, have a chat with him and yeah. talk to him about his music. No, He's a very, very inspirational person. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, that would nice. be quite nice. I suppose it lends itself to your interest in music. So yeah, you'd, you'd be and able travel to as well. What, yeah. I really enjoy travelling. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. If you had to write a book tomorrow, okay, <laughs> what would it be about? I also, I didn't mention before, but I also enjoy history. Yeah. And as it happened yesterday, randomly enough, I was tidying up my office and I found when I was at uni, the second time I went to uni, I studied for part of the course, I studied history and I've written a, a quite a large, not a thesis as such, but like a large piece of work yeah. about um, Roman Lincoln. All right, okay. And I think something like that uh, would be quite a, a nice thing to be able to yeah, write a complete book them. out, yeah. research a book for that or something like that. Yeah, that'd be quite interesting. Yeah, I like history that you can see, you know, the, mm. sort of the, I don't like the dates and this king killed that king and all the other, yeah. that's not history for me. No. But when you can actually go and physically see the wall that somebody built 2,000 years ago or yeah. something that really touched me was when we were, I went on a historical walk around Lincoln once when I was studying for that course and um, there was a gate, a gateway and you could see on the on the stone floor below the gateway where they'd left the uh, latch down every time they'd opened and shut the door yeah. so it had ground into the oh, flooring yeah. and it's like that somebody did that 2000 years ago you know and, and i just still there. just found it really you know it's really yeah, inspirational there's always little things you? like that that quite interesting yeah it is yeah have you been to rome seen the Colosseum? i haven't been yet but we are going in june oh, so really? yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that that would be a nice one yeah. i'd like to go to rome yeah so I know you, you're you not specifically in, and I know you work with a digital marketing agency, but would you give what would you give in terms of advice for someone looking to maybe start, start a career in digital marketing? What would you? Go for it. Read around as much as you can. Learn, you know, listen to what you can, podcasts and things. What, marketing blabs? Marketing blabs, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Uh, do your research and try and, you know, network with people who are in the business and go from there, really, go for it. Yeah. So, you know, it's really interesting and worthwhile career, so. Definitely. Yeah. What should I have asked you, but I didn't? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, crikey. Um, I haven't got a clue. I really don't know. <laughs> Josie asked me to ask her what I, what she had for breakfast, and oh, right. she said she didn't have anything. So it was a really interesting <laughs> question. But yeah, um, I guess in terms of just wrapping up the the interview, is there anything that you're particularly looking forward to in the future with with the business, or seeing seeing what happens next? It's always interesting seeing where the business is going. I think mm. you know because I'm not in every day. I can come in one day and this is happening and then I come in the next day or a week later or whatever and, and it, you know, things are going off on a different track sometimes, which yeah. I find quite interesting, you mm. know. Things evolve as they need to evolve sort of thing. So Definitely. I always find that really interesting. Yeah. Any any plans? I know you said you're going to roam. Any plans for other holidays or uh, anything else? We're going the to the Orkneys in May. Yeah. Rome in June. We're going, we've, we've got a wedding in Germany in July and we're making it into a mini holiday. holiday. We're going over for three nice. weeks. Yeah. And then we're looking at going to the Outer Hebrides in back end of uh, back end of August. Nice. 
like yeah. a holiday a month. I know. Um, I wish I, I could do that. Well, we try and we, we've got a motor home, so yeah. we try and fit it in Around while the weather's yeah. nice, you know. No, so that's good. Yeah, and I and I can work from the motor home, so yeah, you, you know, could, you could do fine. what you need to do remotely, can't you? Yes, really? absolutely. Yeah. No, well, thank you, thank you for your interview and, You're and taking it's your time. It's been enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've said that. But um, now we'll see you next time. Thank yes, you very thank much. you very much. See Thanks. you later.